This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys already know how obsessed I am with therapy. I talk about it all the time on this podcast about how I have two therapists and how I go to therapy every single week. Well, I've been going to therapy for years, but once 2020 hit, the year of chaos for all of us, I really needed extra support and BetterHelp has really been there to guide me through these chaotic times. Uh, I've been dealing with anxiety, depression, and I also have been in this recovery space for disordered eating and just a host of other issues. So BetterHelp will assess your needs and, uh, and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, so all you have to do is you take a a quick online quiz, you answer some questions about what you're going through, what kind of therapist you're looking for, and you can literally write in the answers, I am looking for this kind of therapist, I am looking for an expert in this field. That's what I did, and they matched me with a therapist who has tons of experience with eating disorders, trauma, and depression. And to be honest, I love my therapist so much. She's probably my favorite therapist I've ever had. And I've been through like a variety of therapists over the years. Me and her really hit it off. And even if you don't hit it off with your therapist right away, because let's be real, finding a therapist can honestly feel like you're dating. Don't worry, you can always change therapists as many times as you need. No questions asked, no charge or anything like that. So you can always change your therapist and then get matched with a new one that day. So BetterHelp uh, is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is literally professional counseling done securely online. And what I love about BetterHelp is that they have a journal feature. So if you're going through something challenging through the week and you don't have an appointment until, let's say, next week, you can write a journal entry. It's all online. It's secure. And if you'd like, you can share that journal entry with your therapist so that they are on the same page. They're caught up. They know exactly what you're going through. They know whatever triggers you've been dealing with over the week. And what's awesome about BetterHelp, too, is that your therapist will respond. So you can actually communicate with your therapist in between your your sessions. So it's not like you only get, get to talk to your therapist once a week. You can check in with them frequently in between your sessions. You can catch them up to date. You can kind of communicate with them every day if you wanted to and the online journal feature is really nice for folks who are new to journaling or just need that extra support so communicating with your therapist more frequently could really benefit you if you're going through a rough time. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if you are struggling right now. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. And you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You deserve the support. 
you deserve the healing and you are not alone there are so many people who are struggling with severe anxiety depression trauma all of these things and you don't need to suffer in silence anymore so visit betterhelp.com vibe for a discount on your first month of online therapy that's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com slash vibe and that discount code will get you 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe welcome to the vibe within podcast i'm your host gab cohen Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. This is a mini episode for you guys today. No sponsors, no ads, just me talking to you. Uh, This episode is just basically about overload of self-development content and how it can overwhelm us. I talk about finding balance between what medias we choose to listen to, the power of music and its healing capabilities. I also talk about how music, music can be triggering, which is why we can find ourselves subconsciously not listening to as much music as we used to. I talk about how we can be victims of analysis paralysis, especially with how much media and self-help content and uh, podcasts are out there right now. So I just wanted to share my little POV with you guys um, because I've been going through it and I've been realizing that not listening to music has has been kind of making my mental health a little bit worse and I had to really sit back and analyze what podcasts what books what shows what I was nourishing my brain with and I had to start picking and choosing which ones to do and then I needed to find more time for meditation and silence and more music and really just digging down into understanding what's creating the overwhelm and with self-development and self-growth and healing and all this we can find ourselves gravitating towards any bites of information any bites of you know strategies and techniques and and all this so I, I i dig a little deeper into that in the episode so i hope you enjoy it i'm gonna make this intro as short and sweet as i can If you enjoy this podcast, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Every rating and review counts, and it's because of you guys that the podcast is thriving. And when you guys subscribe and share your your um, the episodes that resonate with you, and you know, tag me on Instagram or send it to a friend or a family member, it naturally and organically helps the podcast thrive. So it's because of you guys that I have this podcast. I 
created it to connect with people and help people as much as I can and share my experiences and what I've learned and, you know, just create some sort of realness community that is not just Instagram. As much as I love Instagram, I, you know, I created this podcast to make it more of a 4D life. So yeah, let's just get right into it. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that you're having a beautiful morning, afternoon, or evening. Whatever you're doing right now, if you can take a deep breath in and then let it out. And just really try to anchor into this moment with whatever you're doing, errands, you're working, working out, whatever it is. I want you to enjoy this moment enjoy this episode of the podcast and then have a beautiful rest of your day or night so if you're listening to this you are obviously in the realm of self-development self-growth spirituality you know healing trauma all of the things And as a podcaster, as a yoga teacher, as someone who has been in this realm of life for a little while, I had a huge download that I received recently, and um, it's linked to the whole self-development movement because as society starts to wake up you can you definitely know this you see it around you you see everyone waking up um, listening to more podcasts listening to more self-development audios and watching documentaries and reading books that have to do with self-help and healing trauma and child like we're all talking about childhood trauma it's a very it's a very very in topic everywhere you look it's being talked about. So once I really began getting into the self-help and the self-healing and self-development and psychology, uh, I really leaned into, first it was more documentaries because because into this whole realm, podcasts really weren't a thing. Uh, I, I mean, I know they were around, but it wasn't to the extent that they are now. Like, I feel like everybody has a podcast now. So When I started getting into self-development, it was pretty much around the time that I started doing yoga. And once I started taking so many yoga classes out in LA, this is where I lived at the time, the language that the teachers used felt so in-depth. And yet, even though I didn't understand it fully, it really resonated with me. So I would go in and take a class, and there was this one teacher in particular, her name was Callie, and she would always talk about healing and living in abundance and gratitude. And this is the first like that I really heard this being spoken, you know, I had taken maybe a couple yoga classes before I started going to Core Power Yoga and the teachers there really opened my mind. This is back in 2000. 11 2012 so that's when I started really getting into self-development and understanding that yoga was more than just moving our bodies it has to do with 
the mind, the psychology, the psyche of the brain. And, and every time that I went, I felt like I was doing like some serious internal work. And like I said, podcasts really weren't a thing then in my, in my world, at least. Uh, so I didn't get into podcasts until about four or five years ago. And subconsciously, recently, this is, so I'm going more towards this moment right now, the past maybe year, yeah, like the past year or so, I subconsciously stepped away from listening to as much music as I used to listen to, and I moved more into the realm of listening to podcasts. So I just want to explain my experience with this, because I pretty much not even realizing it, stopped listening to music dramatically less. And I think that it really has taken a toll on my depression. And I think the reason why I moved away from listening to so much music is because if you're listening to music from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, that is in my opinion, for me, too much. And it can actually feed my anxiety. And it can be exhausting to be searching for the perfect song, the perfect type of music to listen to for the to give you the perfect mood and what you're doing. And I definitely feel like when I started teaching yoga in 2014, I was obsessed with listening to music all day long because I was just constantly making playlists and and like I got inspiration from listening to music for sequencing my yoga classes. So if I heard a song that was really inspiring and captivated me and made me feel very intense or very like a burst of emotion, I would use that in my yoga class. So the reason why I was using music was actually for self-development and for broadening my teaching career and it like the connection of music and yoga are literally hand in hand like the reason why I started uh, being obsessed with going to yoga and taking yoga at core power yoga in LA is because the use the usage of music in all the classes that I took was exactly what I wanted and since I have a dance background and I've been obsessed with music growing up my dad you know took me to tons and tons of concerts and he has like the best music taste so I grew up around music and dance and expression and so when I felt that click of yoga and music combining together it it instantly made me realize oh okay this is my path And without me going too much into my yoga path, um, I do have episodes about that, but I wanted to make this episode just a little bit shorter about the connection of music and mental health and podcasts and self-development because in this world that we're living in right now, we can feel really overwhelmed with all the information that we have at every angle. We've got TVs feeding us fake news, we've got shows and, and reality television, which is just wild to me that that's still around. Um, We've got podcasters, you know, everywhere talking about all sorts of issues and trying to 
iron out different strategies and techniques of healing and we've got people trying to sell trainings and courses and yoga teacher trainings and yoga retreats and everywhere we go there's something being thrown at us there's a product being thrown at us there is a course being thrown at us which is why this episode is not sponsored by any products not sponsored by anything this is just me talking to you guys real to real um It can be really overwhelming, especially if you are suffering with depression or anxiety, living in this society of self-development, because regardless of if a company is trying to help you, they're also trying to help themselves. They're also trying to make money. I went to school for fashion marketing, so I have a business degree. When I'm on Instagram, I see what these companies are doing, and I understand fully uh, the tactics and the the motives of these companies and it's it is what it is some of the companies are amazing all the companies that I am affiliated with I stand by because they are pure companies and they are in it for the good reason to help people so what I'm trying to say is that if we are in this self-development self growth, you know, mental health, self-help realm. We can be totally absorbed with what books we need to buy and read and what podcasts we need to catch up on and what, you know, workouts we need to be doing, what foods we need to be eating, what supplements we need to be taking. And it can get to the point where we feel burned out just by living in this self-development world. And I think that's what this episode's all about, is that I started to get to that point recently, and I, I was going through my phone, and it's kind of funny, it's, it's a paradox, because I'm a podcaster, and I'm talking to you guys about how you should listen to less podcasts. <laughs> so if you feel like you need to just press pause on this podcast and go do what you want to do, that's that's kind of the goal of this podcast, is to kind of give you a new perspective on how we should pick and choose what um, media and what kind of things we're, we're nourishing our brains with. So that's music, podcasts, films, documentaries, people, books, everything, supplements. Anything that we're putting in our body and in our mind is affecting our mental health and our happiness and our joy. So I was going through my phone and I was like, damn, why does my phone have no storage on it? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life. So therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so and I just feel like online therapy is 
the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, this is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. 
Visit betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's better h-e-l-p dot com slash vibe betterhelp.com slash vibe go start online therapy dm me on instagram let me know how it's going and i hope that you get the help the support and the healing that you deserve like why does my phone keep running out of battery and keep telling me that i have no storage it's because i'm following and i'm subscribed to probably I don't, I don't know, like, a hun- I was, I was subscribed to, like, 150 podcasts, and I wasn't listening to, like, any of them. I listened to, like, maybe 10 to 15 podcasts, and I, like, I rotate them. So, I had 150 podcasts that I was subscribed to, so every time a new episode would come out, it would download on my phone automatically. So, I was going through all all the podcasts and I realized that I needed to start deleting and unfollowing and unsubscribing some of these podcasts that I that I was listening to months ago or maybe a year ago or a year or two ago that just wasn't resonating with me anymore. So that alone was kind of a wake-up call like wow, I have 200 podcasts in my phone that is just it's an overload of information and I feel like there's a podcast for every single topic so it can be really overwhelming and in this era in this time we have analysis paralysis we have so many options that it becomes overwhelming I mean if you go to the grocery store this is a prime example when you go to the grocery store you have an entire aisle of like Gatorade you know like if you go into like the dry juice section you've got an entire aisle of 50 kinds of coconut water 50 kinds of Gatorade it's like wild and when we have so many things around us that are influencing us we can kind of lose grip of reality and lose ourselves and lose what we're seeking because we're so absorbed and obsessed with finding answers elsewhere and I think that it's easy for us to get distracted it's easy for us to get lost because we're all trying to run away from our pain because we're all in this realm of self-development and what does that mean we're in this realm of of shadow work of trauma of childhood Um, rewiring and reprogramming and with that comes pain so we're all trying to tackle our pain and we're all trying to figure out what what we can do to live an optimized life physically emotionally spiritually and mentally if you haven't listened to Paul Check's podcast it's a really good podcast he is awesome Um, I can only take it in small doses because he's a very intense person But that goes to show, like, every podcast that we listen to, we, once we binge on a podcast, and I'm guilty for this, I'll, I'll just start to get sick of the podcaster. So, like, maybe you've done this with my podcast. Maybe you've listened to it for, you know, maybe you listen, like, five episodes 
in a week and then by the end of the week you're like oh I'm gonna take a break and then go listen to a different podcast that's completely normal I think we need to find a balance between what we are doing you know TV time, YouTube time, music, books, podcasts. We have to find a balance because if we're overindulging in one, then we're going to start feeling overwhelmed about it. And I realized that with all these podcasts that I had been, you know, just constantly there's somebody talking in my ear and I learned so much from podcasts. I continue to learn about psychology and biology and biohacking and mental illness and how to heal physically and Ayurveda and just so many things that I've been learning about. And then it it hit me, oh wow, like I haven't been listening to music. And I think that music, there's a time and place for certain types of music And the reason why I started to push music away is because music can be very triggering for me. Uh, I connect music to my decade of life that I went to so many concerts, so many shows, so many music festivals. I'm like, I'm saying from ages 18 to, you know, just last year when I went to Envision has been filled to the brim with festivals and shows and all throughout college it was just like constantly seeing live shows and it was how me and my friends connected and had fun but connected to the music was a lot of trauma as well a lot of drugs alcohol toxic sex toxic relationships and this goes to show that all music can be triggering. It doesn't have to be just club music. It doesn't have to be just DJ sets that that trigger a memory. Music can bring you back to that moment when you're in a relationship and you felt totally scared and terrified. For me, you know, when I listen to Bon Iver, for example, I love Bon Iver but it takes me back to two different relationships that I had. Both of them were with narcissistic people and both of them um, broke up with me in really, really kind of bizarre and kind of psychotic terms. And so when I hear Bon Iver, as beautiful as it is, and, and now I can totally listen to it and enjoy that music, but for a while, it would just take me back to that place and it would make me feel very resentful, very shameful, abandoned, guilt, just depressed and and like shit. Because I attached that music to those toxic um, men that I dated. So we have to understand that our subconscious mind is, is trying to help us. But what I didn't realize is that the more podcasts and audiobooks and YouTube documentaries and all these things, it was just me trying to fill a void. It was me trying to find answers that I felt like I didn't have within me, and we all do. It's hard to find the answers when we feel isolated and depressed and alone. That's why I'm always vouching and advocating going to meetings and yoga classes, you know, even if you 
don't talk to anybody at a meeting or you don't talk to anybody at the yoga class, at least you're around people. Just connection and community alone can help can help with that. Music is one of those things that really helped me get through a lot of the traumatic events that I went through in college. Music helped me get through living in LA, being poor, losing my best friend Lance in a crazy accident. Music is always there. And podcasts are always there as well. But what I realized is that the more I started to reach and find validation and answers and new ways of healing and new biohacks and the constant voice in my head and constant people, constant uh, conversations and people telling, trying to tell me how to live my life through listening to all these podcasts, it started to get very um, off-putting, I guess. And I started to lose myself. I really did. And I'm, I'm coming out of it and I'm glad that I can share this kind of aspect with you because I'm sure you guys feel it. I'm, I mean, if you listen to my podcast, I'm sure you listen to tons of other podcasts and there's going to be moments where you're like, dude, I just need to take a break. So what I've been doing is I've been going on Spotify and I've been trying to find new music, completely new music with no memories attached to them, no past scenarios or people that I can attach to these songs and, the, and this music. And that's been really fun for me. It's kind of like a new hobby because I want to start creating more playlists. I want to create more workshops and I want to have fresh vibes, fresh energy, new music, and of course some old music in there too. I mean, I'm, I'm a complete fan of 90s. Um, always have, always will be, you know, 90s grunge, alternative rock. That's what I was grown up on. So I love that shit. And that really puts me in a nostalgic mood and a very ethereal kind of, you know, feel good mood. But there's sometimes when when I don't want to listen to 90s and alternative because it will trigger me. For example, when it's rainy out. So this is especially when I was living in Miami. I don't know why. But when it was rainy out, especially in the summer, I would love listening to grunge and alternative rock. And it nourished my soul. And... Today it was raining, and I'm, I'm staying in Florida right now at the, this moment in time, and um, I put on alternative rock, and I was like, wow, this feels good, you know? I think, I think also I'm the kind of person that will overdo something, you know, if, it com- if it's working out, if it's yoga, music, or podcasts, or whatever, I will listen to the same album over and over again if I love it, because I love it so much. I will listen to the same artists on repeat because I'm just so obsessed. So that's also another thing is that we should be aware of how we kind of overdo things and how maybe that could tell us and that could hint to us, oh, hey, maybe I'm running away from some emotion or maybe like I should pay attention to something else. So 
I've always been a huge creative when it comes to music. So, you know, if any of you guys have taken my classes, you know that I, I create these playlists specifically for almost every class. And if you don't follow me on Spotify, I have 150 playlists. So I will link that in the show notes. So every playlist I create has an intention. And by researching and studying different styles of music, which is what I did in the first five years of teaching yoga, which I was saying before, I was diving into rabbit holes on Pandora and Spotify and creating all these playlists and creating moods for each of my classes. And I think that's really what helped me create the community that I created in Miami. Um, My classes were packed when I taught at Exhale and Equinox, and I think the music was a huge part of it because you could tell when people got really into, into it. Like, you can just tell when people are into the class, they're in their body, they're totally present, they're, they're not wiping the sweat off their face, they're, you know, they're breathing deep, they, the look in their eyes is, like, super intense, and you can, you can tell that they're doing work. They're, they're like unraveling something in their in their mind and I think that the music is what it what it's what really ties the whole thing together so when I began to realize that I stopped listening to as much music you know it definitely fed my depression and my anxiety so like I said we need to find balance and understand that if we're doing if we're listening to someone in our lives too much and we're giving them too much of our power and that's what i was doing i was giving these podcasts too much of my power and thinking oh well, i i need to listen to this episode because i'm going to learn something and if i don't listen to it then i'm going to be missing out and it's like kind of a form of fomo so I've been trying to reprogram and rewire myself and say, hey, you don't need to overwhelm yourself with all these podcasts, listen to more music, and even silence is really good. Meditation. Um, Meditating more to nothing or just, you know, ambient sounds. So I will put my Spotify link in the show notes. I hope this um, episode helped you and maybe gave you a new perspective. Maybe you didn't know why you were overwhelmed and you've been binging on podcasts and that can feed the, the overwhelm for sure. So thanks for tuning in. Hope this, I hope this helped you.